Well, I guess this is the last time we are going to be alone in a studio doing the My Day Friday podcast. I don't like it. That's kind of crazy I to think know. of. I It's weird. Because our last, and if you didn't hear, sorry to break the news to you that way, but um, <laughs> the last My Day Friday is going to be a week from right now. It's going to be June 17th, 2022, but that My Day Friday episode will be done down the Jersey Shore yep. at Point Pleasant Beach at your Jager brother's Bob. restaurant. Yes, in her steakhouse. Oh, should we do a Jagerbomb while we're there we on stage? To. We have to. Um, and there's, by the way, there's no stage. If if you're listening to this, especially on June 10th, yeah. like right now as we're recording this, basically, uh, there still are a couple spots oh, yeah, available I'm a, I'm a check. to hang out and experience the last My Day Friday along with us. Oh, my God. Who so like, if you want to uh, come hang out, we would love to see you there. There's going to be a link in the description of this podcast episode, and if for whatever reason you're having problems or maybe you filled it out and you haven't heard back from us yet, you can email us. Mm-hmm. It's hello at carlamarieandanthony.com. Yep. And as we like get ready to end this, that'll be how you can reach out to us kind of forever. Hello at carlamarieandanthony.com. Unless we disband Anthony. Yeah. And then you'll just be emailing Carla Marie because I still don't really check emails. That's true. <laughs> uh, let's get into the podcast, shall we? Oh, yeah. Hit it. Howdy, partners. For your safety, remain seated with your hands, feet, arms, and legs inside the train. And be sure to watch your kids. If any of you folks are wearing hats or glasses, best to remove them. Because this here is the wildest ride in the wilderness. Hold on tight and here we go. It's my... You know, one of the reasons that those intros that I made for so long, um, I think one of the reasons they were so fun was because that's at a time in my life where I was listening to a lot of that like EDM music and just going out and getting blackout drunk. And I I don't don't do that anymore. Well, I don't want this whole episode to be like, uh, it's going to be. I know it. Every time something comes up and be like, well, I was listening to an old episode because Uh I listened to so many of the first, I think it ended up being 20 episodes that by the time this episode is posted, you'll be able to go back and listen to the Lost Files, mm-hmm. the first 19, 20 episodes. But there's, we were playing songs back then in oh, the yeah. podcast. And we would be like, oh, I got this song. It's so cool. And I'm like, that ended up being like a huge song. But you were like, oh, I got this EDM song. And I was like, oh, that's EDM? I like that. And I'm like, now that's one of my favorite genres. Mm-hmm. And it's cool to just hear our, what our musical tastes were back then and like what we thought and Oh, we were such little weasels. I feel like we still have, I still have the same musical taste, mainly because my tastes were all over the place. I know. There's one where like, oh, I love country. You're like, me too. I love, oh, we love country. We should go to a country concert together. And I'm like, we literally just got back from a country concert. It's just nuts. Uh, We will talk about, obviously, the fact that we are ending this podcast. That'll come up at some point. But what I want to talk about first, because I don't want this isn't going to be a podcast all about the next to last podcast. I mean. Um, We'll have enough time to, you know. Well, I feel like reminisce uh, in person together down the shore, but live on the podcast. Yeah, we can talk I about feel some like things. This is the time to reminisce. Well, I'm going to bring an extra microphone for the podcast, for and the that people. way, if anyone wants to come, jump in on the conversation instead of you know being like, "Hey, call us right now." Well, we'll just be able to jump in uh, and hang with us. Maybe you have some fun things you want to talk about, some memories um, that stick out to you with the My Day Friday podcast. I did see that uh, Matt from Baltimore is coming. Oh, nice! And I remembered immediately, and I pulled up the email. Of when he invited us to his wedding and was like, hey, my fiance and I, blah, 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 want you to come to the wedding. And I'm like, that's nuts. Now they're married with two kids. And we got to meet one of the babies. So, and by the way, we met the baby uh, on our road trip back to Seattle Mm -hmm. because we drove from Philadelphia 
down to Virginia, mm-hmm. and uh, we made a quick pit stop to see Matt. So. Also, I decided today that since when I was listening to these old episodes, we were constantly talking about being drunk, which, yeah. by the way, when you listen to the second of all of the episodes, it's April 25th, 2014, we are wasted that's i know exactly what show that was too it? we came back from a wine tasting with elvis's crew at like some wine chelsea cellar wine in chelsea Vault. yeah in chelsea and uh i think there's a picture of elizabeth fazio uh-huh. on my shoulders it's me on your shoulders that's you yep i thought liz was there it's me huh. but yeah no uh and I, i'm also talking about how i went out and andy like pops in he's like and like says like two little words and he like leaves and it's just I, we were, I was listening to my voice. I'm like, oh yeah. my God. Well, also the microphones are different. Like the processing in those studios it's was definitely. different. So we're going to sound different based on the studio, the microphone, the yeah. acoustics. No uh, processing is going to stop the drunk no. though. So I heard all, a bunch of that talking about drinking. Oh, I got a drink. I've been drinking. You want to yeah. get a drink? I'm like, we're drinking on this All right, episode, well, cheers. So, cheers. What are you drinking, Carla Marie? I'm drinking the On The Rocks uh, Mai Tai. You have the old fashioned. and. Yep. I think it's funny now that we would always talk about drinking and alcohol. And I was like, now we have an entire show, Twitch, that is truly like on Twitch that is like driven by alcohol sponsors. Well, yeah. And are we going to take a shot or, and all this stuff? So, um, The one thing I did want to talk about, so this has nothing to do with reminiscing or anything. I was on Instagram this week a lot. And I don't know if we've talked about this yet before, Carla Marie, but the amount of people that I know who are attending uh, – bridal showers, bachelorette parties, things like that, who are then posting Venmo QR codes. Oh, wait, I brought this up to you. Well, I literally just saw it like 30 seconds so ago before we started this. I said we need to talk about this because last weekend I asked you, I said, I think I know your answer. Okay. But I'm going to ask the question just to get your response. And I said, Anthony, how do you feel about people going to bachelorette parties and posting a Venmo to buy the bride a drink? And you said... I hate it. <laughs> yeah. But I think today... I am conflicted. Why? I don't like it. And I don't know if I will ever say this is a good idea and something that should catch on. I am conflicted. Mm. And I have to remind myself that most people don't use social media the way that we use social media. Right. And actually, uh, I think I mentioned this in either Twitch or one of the podcasts recently. Uh, I was listening to our friend Chris DiStefano, phenomenal comedian from Brooklyn, He was on the Joe Rogan podcast, so I decided to give it a listen. And Chris was talking about how he has been so much healthier now that he doesn't go on Twitter. He has a team. He has someone that, like, will post his clips for him on Twitter, doesn't react to any – Yeah, on Twitter specifically. um, Doesn't react to any of them. It's just here's my content because it's part of the mechanism, right? Right. It's part of the machine that that gets him money. And Joe Rogan was the one that stepped in and said something like, well, you have to remember that most people – don't use social media the way you and I use social media because most people only follow – they follow Friends their celebrity fan. accounts that yeah. they like and their news accounts. Then they just get followed by their friends and family, family. and a couple of randos. You know? Not everyone has tens of thousands of people or millions of people. Who just want to shit on them. Yeah. Uh, I will and that's say, what though, I had to remind myself. If I am doing that, we're like, hey, it's going out to way more people and it looks like weird and desperate and So I did say we were with our friend Hannah when I brought this up and she was like, we were talking about if I ever have a bachelor party, I'm like, would I do it? And she was like, you wouldn't have to pay for anything the whole weekend. But really, at the end of the day, I feel like most trips, 
the bachelor or bachelorette is being paid for by yeah. their friend. Like that person isn't paying anyway. So really when yeah, you're you got- giving that money to the bride, you're just helping the bridesmaids. Yeah. And, and normally like I've sent it. Um, God, where was I? Or where was this person? Oh, I think I sent our friend Erica when she was in Vegas for her birthday. I sent her like okay, 30 a, bucks for that's drinks. That's like a birthday gift from yeah. you. She wasn't like, hey, that's send true. me Venmo's. But I don't know. I don't hate it. Doesn't mean like do it. I don't care. I may I'm not conflicted. give you money. I'm just I'm very conflicted. I got I, Venmo's from random people like who listen to the podcast on my birthday and no one posted about it. Really? Yeah. They're like, hey, go buy a drink. That's pretty cool. Kirsten, I remember she sent me one thing. Well, my birthday is in 13 days. That's true. Um, <laughs> so you can do that if you like. I'm just kidding. But you don't need to send me money. Thing about the social media and like we don't nor like we don't use social media like the masses, mm-hmm. right? My niece was like, oh, I'm so bogged down, like I'm struggling. She was just like not doing well. I said, number one tip I'm gonna give you for at least a week, delete Instagram off your phone. She's like, I won't del-. she didn't delete it. She said, You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna turn off notifications mm-hmm. for it. And I was like, Oh, I'm past that. Like, I don't even have the little badge me icons neither. on. And she's like, dude. It is so refreshing not yeah. not getting the alert and that like you're being lured in, right? Like those apps are all designed. They are literally designed psychologically with psychological implications yep. to make you need to open them mm-hmm. and scroll and do all of those things. Even that little um, when you can like pull down from the top of yep, the menu and to see refresh. All your things. It's the same motion that you would do. The same idea oh. of like a slot machine. Yes. So speaking of. I was going to talk about, I think I definitely talked uh, years ago, talked about this in the podcast, how uh, our friend Matt, who actually works for Seed Tech that built mm-hmm. out our uh, website, they're amazing. He was the, you know, very into tech and would explain to me that our phones are ma- meant to remind us of a casino, have the same addiction of, of a casino. Yep. Like Anthony just said, pulling it down. Like when you pull Instagram down for more, it's like that cha-ching. Well, one of the things that is recommended to help you not, feed into the addiction is to turn on the black and white filter on your phone. Oh yeah. Which you can do, you can set it, I think to do it certain times of day. And yeah. it's just like, you look at your phone like, ugh, I don't want well, to Well, cause we are animals and pretty colors attract animals. Idiots. Like We're think idiots. of a peacock, right? The reason a male peacock has all those colors is to attract a mate. The reason colors are used in nature is to, it's a survival and attraction thing. Survival, not like I'm not, I'm going to die if I don't get this color, no, but it's survival. survival. Like the Mating, species will yeah. not survive yeah. if, you are not attracted to that color, and that's well, how things are designed. And and that goes – you could go down the line of, like, logos and companies. Like, look at the My Day Friday logo. It's a bunch of bright, fun mm-hmm. colors. We wanted to be like, this is a bright, fun podcast. Come peacock to us, and we will party with you and mate with you and keep – I don't know if we're going to mate with everyone, but – but that even seems our, like it would take a lot of time. Our show on Twitch, we try to make it look bright. Our mm-hmm. colors are bright in the background. It's a fun, like, we want you to have that – that good vibe and be attracted to our show. So we're going to get off of this uh, because we don't want to go down. We're having fun. We're drinking. We're doing all the stuff. But my brother sent this to me in our group chat. So we have in discord, which is there a link to discord in this podcast? Yes. Uh, One of the ways you can stay in touch with us once this podcast is done is we have a discord channel. Yeah. And if you're not familiar with discord, it's essentially like Slack if you use it for work, but it's a messaging platform. You could do calls and videos with it and stuff, but it's a community-based platform, and my brothers and I have a group chat. A group chat. We have a server, mm-hmm. right? And within that server, one of the categories, one of the text yeah. channels, is political chatter. Oh my god! So if there's anything like a news story, it usually goes there. And my brother Justin sent this yesterday. It's a post. It's a excerpt. Excerpt is that the word? Excerpt. Excerpt. From the Washington excerpt. Post. Okay. Excerpt. More than two thirds 
of the 1,000 most popular iPhone apps for kids are collecting and sending their personal information to the advertisement industry. According to a study by Pixelate on Android, the number is 79%, so 80% on Android, about 66% on iPhones. Uh, from Angry Birds to Candy Crush Saga, the app picks up on children's general location and other identifying information, then pass it along to companies that track their interests and attempt to predict what they want to buy online. The reason, and that's what they do with adults too. Okay, but what record. about the whole ask app not to track thing that we so have now? You can, if you go into settings and stuff, that yeah. you can make that happen. Um, but this is why it's different for kids than it is for adults, because all those same apps are doing it with us, mm. right? Like whatever app you're but using. But now I get served an ad, and I'm like, oh, I know why. But here's the problem: children's privacy deserves special attention. This post says because kids' data can be misused in some uniquely harmful ways, yeah. because research suggests. Many children can't distinguish an ad from content. Right. And that's why they're so much more powerful. Also, neither can some adults. Yeah. Um, but it was just a really, the fact that we brought up, you yeah. know, how that system works. Like, we've got to, we have to all be very uh, conscious mm-hmm. of who we give our information to, the things that we use, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's like my friend Marco, DJ Marco Penta, was just posting because people were complaining about uh, airline ticket prices. And his suggestion was clear your, your cookies and your cash from your web browser. Open up an incognito window, like if you're using Chrome. And don't use Google Flights because they're not going to give you all of the mm. options. Use something. I think there was, uh, there was two other websites he used. But it's basically because even when you're searching for a flight, they know. they know how many times you've searched for it and what you're willing to pay, basically. Okay, it's crazy. So- um, 20 year old. Yeah, this podcast has changed, huh? 20 year old Carla Marie, I think it would have been. I uh, took a media ethics and law. No, it wasn't ethics. It was a different class at Rutgers. It was a media class. And one of the things, so this was 14 years ago. My professor, Professor Pike, I'll never forget her name. She was like, they're what companies, what the internet is doing now is it's going to track you. Mm-hmm. And then it's going to put ads on websites that are going to be geared towards you and she was like talking about how it was bad and I, and I raised my hand and I was like but why like why well, I would rather but this was I mean, again 20 year old me. Yeah, yeah. I said I'd much rather be served ads for sup- stuff that I want and need than see ads that don't I agree actually and but here's the difference there's a difference in saying hey this person loves working out so we're going to you can we're going to sell that person's Ears and eyes, essentially, right? They're advertising medium. Yeah. How we take in advertising. We're going to sell that to workout-related companies. So fitness products, gyms, supplements, right? That's different because, yeah, I am someone. I go to the gym a lot. I like working out. I like knowing what's new and trending and whatnot in that space. The difference is when they know all the details about your web and so in your app history that it changes they, like prices like that should not be even illegal, that but that should be illegal they they're now in your brain and they know the keywords that are going to trigger you right it's different so tv generally speaking people don't think of tv this way but if you watch espn at night those ads are targeted to a very specific type of person right it's usually male dominant especially the later you get who are losers. And that's when you'll see like, Love oh, sports. that's when you see a lot of those like as seen on TVs type ads, like the uh, the manly like sunglasses that never break and yeah, that's they're tested I mean, like... by the U.S. Army. Yes. Right? But that's, and that's normal advertising. 
because they know that the audience at that time is into those things. It's very different when you get to a personal level and you know the words that can trigger someone. And you can use those words against them. That is the biggest difference. It's not knowing. It's not like a study saying, hey, if you use the word joy in an ad, it helps people. It's like, oh, that girl Carla Marie searches, I don't know, like cat something. I don't know. Where it's like, oh, well, she cares about her cat's. Like their children, so we should serve. It's just, yeah, it's. But we listen. We also everyone. If you have a company, especially if you're a small business, you're trying to use that information to your advantage as well. So it's crazy. It's just it's, a crazy world we live in. Yeah. Um. um but cheers, Carla Marie. Well, cheers as we move on from that. Okay. Uh, one of the things that I laugh out laugh out loud about when listening to the Lost Files is your accent. You keep saying that, and I haven't. I purposely haven't listened. I think I'm gonna go listen to like all of them once we're done. No, yeah, I want like you a to time listen capsule. before because that, like, I think you need to hear it before it ends. <sighs> I don't. You know what's funny is everyone says this when they hear themselves, especially for the people that we've had on the oh, morning show podcast. We're used to it now. We're different people then. Yeah, but people like we've we play a bunch of games on our new yeah. podcast, yep. the morning show podcast, go and there. people will always yeah, and that's gonna continue. Mm-hmm. We'd love to see you there and listen there. The Morning Show Podcast. There's a link in the description of this podcast episode as well. Um, and that one we make money off of. Thank fun you. fact. But when people message me after they've played a game, like, oh, my God, I can't listen to myself. I don't know how you guys do it. It's taken a long time to just say, I may not like listening to myself, I'm but I'm going to, to just, yeah, it's I'm numb to it. Yep. Yeah, but this is different. This you is think? like all over again. And you're the word, um, pronounce the word T-H-E-R-E for me. T-H-E, what? There? Yeah. Why? Because it's a lot of there. No oh. way. No yeah, way. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, Carla, you over there? And I'm like. I did, I did not sound like that ever. You're, you're a full-blown Tony. <laughs> you're like over there. And should I go put on my gold chain right now? You should. And a lot of that. And you're like, yeah. Th- you know, like if I'm like talking to like a girl at like a bar and I'm like, who are you, dude? Like, who is this Jersey douche? It is weird <laughs> that and I am I, I I'll listen to some of it, especially the lost episodes, like the very yeah, early yeah, ones. I'm going to listen to that this week uh, and I suggest you do that as well. But I'm going to listen to all of it straight through once we're done. I think that's going to be my cleansing of like, wow, I can't believe Eight years, eight and a half years, mm-hmm. basically, of this podcast. I feel like there were some dark times that it'll be interesting hearing back. That it'll, people don't necessarily know were dark times, but when we, you see that date. Or when, oh, yeah. Like, whether it's just your own personal life mm-hmm. or the two of us going through work stuff together. Like, just seeing the date and being like, oh, my God, I, I know what was going on in my life behind the scenes that I couldn't share. Not that, like, we were, like, yeah. hiding things, which, well, also that. But, you know, here's an interesting perspective on that, though. I'm actually excited to listen to those times because human nature, we talked about human nature being attracted to bright colors and and survival. Human nature, uh, this is another survival instinct that we all have. We remember the bad things Mm. all the time because to, to to survive back in the day before the comforts of today, you had to remember all of the things that were dangerous or bad because if you didn't remember them properly, you were going to die. Okay, but... But hold on. I have a question about that. So... When I think back to certain times in my life, I'm sure right now, if you ask me, I would only think of the the challenging, trying times. 
But the podcast, the way that we did it for so long was we had to focus on yep. the good. We had to put aside all the bad stuff. So it'll be interesting to go back to those times that I know were tough for me, but also listen to the highlight reel of good things that were happening around that time too. That's fair. But there's the, a cat in my lap I right know, now. I see. Which <laughs> 2014 Anthony would have never said. No. But there's like this whole thing about how women don't remember the pain of childbirth because if they did, we wouldn't have yes. society. That's part. That's yeah. So that's I don't know how that opposite. That. It is opposite of what I said. I don't know how those. Uh, and I'm not saying what what you said is right. Yeah. But they can both be right. But like that almost make that's not like a. Um, oh, maybe it's like the octopus thing. Remember, I did the octopus thing what? in the morning show podcast where octop uh, octopuses kill themselves after they give birth because most of their chemical imbalance gets so thrown off that they literally end up committing suicide. That's crazy. And part of the theory behind it is, I guess, um, octopuses will kill each other, okay. and they essentially do that so that they don't kill their babies after they... That makes sense. So it's like a self-sacrifice thing? Yeah. I forget where I was going with it. Oh, it's like maybe it is ingrained in us to not remember, but part of me feels like it's like a magical spell that you don't remember the pain of childbirth. So the the survival instinct that I was talking about, and I, there is a name for it. I don't exactly know what it is, but it's essentially, let's say, old cave versions of us, cave woman, caveman versions of us. We go out into the wilderness, right? We eat a berry that makes us sick. We're not eating that We're berry. always going to remember that berry because the chances of us dying mm. by doing that like, it's way more important to remember that than the berry that you had that was good. Okay. Fast forward to modern day. Yeah. It's like you get sick after a certain alcohol and yep. food. You're not eating that for at least six months. It's almost the same exact phenomenon. Yeah. It's just interesting. Because you're like, oh, I can't. But yeah. really, it's your body being like, no, don't. Think about the uh, that alcohol that you had in, you know, high school or college that you got really sick off of. And it's you, the blue stuff? Even, hypnotic? You were drinking hypnotic? I don't know. We, it was somebody's parents' In cabinet. North Arlington? Somebody's parents' cabinet. That's weird. What is that song? Drunk off the hypnotic in Hennessy. <laughs> I don't know. It's a Nelly song. I don't know. What? Are you looking it up right now? I'm Googling drunk off that hypnotic in Hennessy. People are mad. I'm waiting because I need to know what the song is. Oh, well, apparently, Hypnotic and Hennessy, you make an incredible Hulk. Chingy, right there. Oh, man, I forgot about that song. You know, we recorded a another game for the Morning Show podcast, and a lot of it was like, uh, I would say, 2006 to 2011 hip-hop. What a weird time in music that was. You had the stanky leg. You had the the whip and the nene. You had all – well, it was a little later, but just all those weird – Weird rap songs. We fired up off that hypnotic in Hennessy. She can't keep her emmer mother effing hands off me. Okay, well. Um, were you drinking hypno and Hennessy? I don't think so, but I had. So I've. I don't like Hennessy. I don't like hypnotic either. Um, I don't. It's like what is it? It's just blue. It's a. Is it a liqueur? Probably. I don't know. I don't like either of those drinks. Okay. I'm also like I was. I'm a. I'm, you were a Keystone guy, weren't you? Um. No, maybe, yeah, because Keystone kegs were available at the place next to my house at Seton Hall. I think at Rutgers... In high school, it was it was Coors Light, because I could get those at the Paramus Food Center on Paramus Road next to like, my church. I feel like Rutgers was Natty Ice. That makes sense. Rutgers is disgusting. <gasps> 
Keystone was at least Keystone was Coors Light, basically. It was you know, the, what would have been, been like such an amazing college experience for me what? if I knew I wasn't tolerant to gluten. I wouldn't throw up yeah. every time I drank beer. So this is what I was gonna say about drinking uh, more recently. Yeah. Is I love that seltzers are a thing now, and we've all gotten past. Because I remember like when Mike's and Mike's hard was super sweet. You couldn't have more than like I mean, one of those. We invented icing people to make jokes about yeah. Mike's hard. That was Smirnoff. Smirnoff. But I love that we're in a place now where you can, like, you know, you could be, like, manly and still have a seltzer mm-hmm. because there was that I mean, time. And it, was, it wasn't long ago, but there was a time where, like, you had to prove that you were a guy by being like, oh, this is my favorite IPA, blah, blah, blah. It's so eh. thick. Ugh. It's like, I don't need that in my life. If I drank, if I drank half a glass of an IPA right now, I would be toilet and garbage pail. Well, last week we went to the Luke Combs concert yeah, I here. I didn't survive that one. And that one, I mean, we mixed a lot. We had like a frosé. We had a, What was I thinking? We had a lot. We had beers. We had jello shots. Yep. Other shots. I mean, I had four jello shots before we left our neighborhood. And we went to the concert. I didn't survive. So that wasn't a good idea. But that was the first time I had drank like beers. A lot of them. Again, it was, it was a weird experience. <laughs> Give me seltzers all day, every day. I don't care anymore. I don't care if you're still like old school and you're like, no, give me a beer. I don't want that fruity stuff. Blah, blah, blah. I'm a man. I don't have fruit. Yeah. I don't I do not do fruits and vegetables in my beer <laughs> or in my drink. Okay. What is that, a green drink? <laughs> Loser. Um, <laughs> is that a, a green juice? That's yeah. one of my family. Oh, you go drink your green juice and alcohol. Is that vegan and kale? Yeah. I'm just glad, like, when we were at uh, Stagecoach, and I did have some beers at Stagecoach, but normally it was seltzers. I was drinking High Noons. I was drinking all of those. I was just drinking uh, Tito's and water. And, man, it is such a better experience. I feel so much lighter. I I, And I don't mean lighter, like, I don't mean, like, belly. I just mean, like, I don't feel, like, bogged down with beer. By the way, if you're a beer company, you'd like to sponsor (laughs) one of our podcasts or maybe... Sponsor this... (laughs) Or maybe our Twitch show. Trust me, I still drink it. Yeah. I'm just glad that I'm – I mean, in college, I was I was going with like 13 to 16 beers a night, and that was normal. I'd be in the hospital then and now. I mean, I was still much bigger than you at the time. So what is the equivalent for me then? Of me drinking that? I mean, I was That's six, like six beers for me. Not even because yeah, that, I'm not yeah. half your size. No, I would say if you had seven beers, it would probably be equal. I would be truly dead. You would have to take me to a hospital. No, that's not true because when we used to celebrate My Day Friday and go to Little Town in Hoboken, which no longer exists. Yeah, what is it now? Do we know? Is it anything? Like P.F. Chang's maybe? I don't know. <laughs> okay. Walmart? Who knows? I We would go there and our friend Maggie mm-hmm. would be serving. And she would just, like, keep hooking it up with beers. But they only served beers on tap from New Jersey. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. Everything was from Jersey. We would drink Exit Fours. And that was, like, 9%, right? 14. 14%. I believe. And we found out about a year or so after going there, and we had a different waitress one day, that they weren't supposed to be served in the tall glasses. They were supposed to be served in smaller glasses. But Maggie would just serve them to us in the tall glasses. We would all, like... I'm telling you, I would vomit every weekend, <laughs> every weekend. I would be like, oh, it was the food I ate there. I know. I know there's like I shouldn't be eating cheese, <laughs> which maybe maybe you I shouldn't mean, have been mix, having cheese either. Mix, yeah, but uh, I do. I'm excited to go back to New Jersey and to be there for an extended period of time without a holiday. Right. Without the the time 
We have Father's Day. Different. Not like Christmas. No. Father's no. Day, I'm, I'm going to be hanging out with my family, which is something I would have done anyway. Yeah, like, on a Sunday. Yeah. yeah. So we'll probably go to like an Arabic restaurant or something. We'll probably My dad's uh, oh, favorite restaurant are you, is... Is they going to play? It's not going to be his birthday, but... Um, no, we'll probably go to Cedars. Mm. Uh, I don't know what time... Is it Patterson? No, Am where is Cedars? On Father's Day? Yeah. No, you should probably spend time with your own father. Well, uh, yeah, I will. Be doing Which that. sounds that sounds like cold or no, callous. No, 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 no. We don't get to spend time with our families no. enough. No. So, in a, especially for something like Father's, I've I've never been home. Oh, I don't think I've been home it. for a Father's Day since we moved. You haven't, but I have. Is that? But I no, that doesn't make sense. I was thinking because you did a trip with your family to Arizona. Yeah, but that when was around the 4th of July. Yeah, and I, I went back home. I was home for, we were home for a Father's Day at one Either point. Way. But, not important. Um, okay, so maybe so I've been there for one out of six years. Friday night, what, June 17th, we have our celebration at the Jersey Shore. Mm-hmm. Um, which we haven't really figured out, like, I guess our parents are going to drive us home after. Why can't we, why can't I drive? Well, I. Oh, if we're drinking, then yeah. Maybe I'll just stay down there. Maybe I'll, 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 I don't know, get a hotel somewhere. Okay. Then Saturday, Anthony's been invited to this. I'm sure if he's coming. My sister is throwing a barbecue at her new home. And it's like a birthday barbecue for my other sister and her husband's mom. Because they have like the same birthday. And So like your a- sister and her mother-in-law? Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. They have the same birthday. Yes. Okay. So it's like a big. Uh, and when is like- her birthday? Tina Marie's birthday yeah. is June 18th. Okay. So we don't overlap. Just making sure. Wait. Yeah, and that is her actual birthday, June eighteenth. Why wouldn't like it be I'm her saying actual... the barbecue is oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's like a pre Father's Day thing. So, okay. um, yeah, Anthony might come. So I am that. invited. You are invited, and people are probably going to expect you to be there. Why is that? Who's going to expect me to be there? Everybody, because all the people love like, oh, where's Anthony? It's you know, I'm going to say this, and I I know there's other people that I know. You know what? You as you're listening to this, you probably feel the same way. It's tough being this awesome and this likable. You know what I mean? Because everywhere you go, people want more of you. And at some point, you just have to realize, like, there's there's no more of me to spread around. I can't. I can't do it. So Sounds like something 2014 Anthony would have said. I'll try to do your family this favor <laughs> and show up and grace them with my presence. Okay. Um, but I'm not, you know, we'll see if I'm at full strength, right? We'll see if I'm at, like, full knowledge sharing, joke telling capacity. Then you're not going to come. I'm that's confused. why people like me because I'm the smartest, funniest person they know. I feel like you said that a lot in the old <laughs> podcast, and I was just like, "Okay, cool." This uh, is the old podcast, older like the first ones. But this is going to be the. You know what's crazy? This is going to be the oh that old podcast in we eight used to years. Do. Like, no, in, in two weeks. In two weeks, it'll be our old podcast. This is our old podcast. That's um, it. In the original episodes, you go to your friends Nicole and Sean's wedding. Mm-hmm. And you come back and you're telling me about how how much of a good time it was. And you're like telling me all the stuff. I was like, I said, Anthony, did you get a date for that wedding? And you said, yeah. And I said, did you bring someone? And you're like, no. I'm like, what the hell? Yeah. Why couldn't you take me as a date? And you're like. Why would I have taken you as my date? <laughs> I think you said the exact same thing. I was like, because I would have been, I'm so much fun. I love weddings. I would have been such a good date. And you're like, I don't know. Like, I'll think about it next time. No, I, I, I didn't even think about it once. I really <laughs> I didn't. Like, and let me, let me explain why. I love weddings. You said that exact. I can't wait. Love weddings. And I need to be, if it's possible, I need to be free. 
I'm not trying to be weighed down. Plus, when they do the slow dances and the couples things, that's when I go to the bar. That's when I recharge. Okay. Well, otherwise, I got no recharging time. A few things to, to touch upon here. Yes. Uh, you don't want to be bogged down and weighed down. Yeah. What is that in reference to? I'm I'm just a free bird, you know. Okay. I've got a. I'm an eagle. I got a soar. And in reference to those couple things and the slow dances, yeah. you do realize that now at this point in this podcast, we are a couple and go yes. to weddings together, together and do the slow dances. Yeah, yeah. So are you bogged down at those weddings? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. <laughs> Maybe you shouldn't be going to the bar as much anyway now that you're old. No. No, I should. <laughs> I should. Because I think when you're, especially when you're single or if you're, your significant other can't go to that wedding for whatever reason, I think it's a better time. I think you, because you can bounce around conversations. You don't have to worry about where anyone else is. Or like, oh, come, they want to meet us, blah, blah, blah. I don't they really wanna... worry about that. I don't know. I just, I, I like being, I like my freedom. That's why, like, for a long time, and I'm sure if you go back into this podcast and you listen, um, my favorite thing was going to, like, bars and stuff and meeting up with my friends but going alone. So, like, all of my friends would be at a bar. Like, what do you mean going alone? Like, who are you going to And take? I would show up alone. No, okay. like, I wouldn't even make a plan and be like, oh, let's go to this place together. I would just show up. That way I was free. I could get there when I wanted to go and leave when I wanted to get out. That's actually something you should go to therapy for? <laughs> are you kidding? No. But what do you mean not going to the bar with them? You weren't like, hey, I'll meet. I'll. Yeah, I, I guess, like, I could never see you being like, we're going to go at this time. I'm going to pick you up in the Uber. Oh, yeah, that would never... Also, when you think about it, Uber, when we started, was barely a thing. Like We were just talking about this. It was Hold illegal on. in Hoboken. It was. But also, you're a jerk. You need to, <laughs> like, you need to fix that. Fix what? You have mental problems. Uh, which, which ones are we talking about <laughs> right now? You need to not, you need to be able to be connected to people and be like, I will do this with you. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Maybe. I have fought eight years to get you to be in a relationship with me. No, you weren't. That's a long time. Kidding. No, I'm saying from day one till now, but not really. No. Um, also, I will say when you listen to the old episodes, I'm like, why am I giggling so much? I'm uh, like, ew. The like, effect I have I on people. I on you then? I don't even know. The effect I have but on I people. But I hear it. I'm like, ew, I'm a giggle monster. I hate me. Anyway, <laughs> we were talking the other day, the two of us, not mm -hmm. on any podcast, about how back, like Anthony just said, in 2014 and earlier, whatever, there was a point where you... You legally couldn't get into an Uber. You couldn't request one in Hoboken. And when you would call the Uber, because the app still worked, obviously, yeah. um, they couldn't like, I'm sure that maybe if they wanted to, but it was the city of Hoboken. They weren't going to set up like a parameter mm -hmm. where it wasn't going to work. You uh, you had to call the Uber. They wouldn't pick you up on the main street. Mm -hmm. And Hoboken, New Jersey, it's, it's one square mile. If you've never been, literally one square mile, a crap ton of bars and restaurants. The main thoroughfare, if you will, the main street has most of the big bars. Yeah. And there's a train station that goes to New York from there and a ferry station as well. But the Uber at the time, because Lyft wasn't even in our brains. It no. was just a thing in San Francisco. Yeah. When this podcast started to get an Uber, they had to drop you off. If they were dropping you off, it usually wasn't bad. Like if they were picking you up in Jersey City. You were allowed to be dropped there. off. Yeah. But if they were picking you up, the driver would call you and say, hey, I, I know you requested it on Washington. I'm going to be on 4th Street, um, but make sure you come into the passenger seat, not yeah. the back seat. You had to look like and it. my name is so-and-so. Say hello. Like, we got to pretend like we're friends. Like, we were in the mob, it felt yeah. like. And there were times where my friends would get pulled over. Mm -hmm. In Ubers. In Ubers. because And the Uber driver would get a ticket because they weren't supposed to be 
operating there. And a lot of that was the stranglehold that the taxi company had. And And here we are now in 2022 when it's $9,000 to get an Uber Mm -hmm. and cheaper to get in a taxi. And I am more likely to take a taxi around than I am an Uber. Well, the crazy thing in Hoboken was also to pick up a taxi, like to get into a taxi, you had to go to the taxi stand. You couldn't just hail one like in New York City, mm. right? You would have to go to a specific place that was right by the train station. They would pick you up and they'd... But I couldn't call a taxi to come to my apartment. Could, that doesn't make sense. You could okay. call them a different service. But you couldn't hail one. You couldn't hail one. Which is stupid also. Like, yeah. does Hoboken just want people to just drunk drive? Well, no. The problem was there was only one company doing this. So they were able to make all of their own rules. And that's what that's yeah, what Lyft and be- Uber really did a good job of like... Taking the power away from taxi yeah. companies and saying, like, why do we need people with a medallion or whatever? Everyone should just do what the is service. A medallion again? It was essentially your license to be a taxi driver, which in New York City for a while was it was like 70. Oh, I'm going to double check. It's very expensive. It was like $70,000. I had a conversation with an Uber driver here who used to drive there and was saying how it was insane. Let's see. Future of NYC's iconic yellow cab. No. Um. How much does it cost? About $100,000. What? Wait, the value of a taxi medallion was more than $1.2 million in 2014, but is now worth about 100000 The value? But that's not what they were paying for, was it? Well, if that's the case, and they clearly had money, and they could have okay. fixed those rips in the seats. Most medallions sell for around $100,000. Uh, 2020 found that cabbies had outstanding debts of more than $500,000. I don't understand. What is a medallion? Is it a Pokemon? <laughs> you got to get that to be able to drive? That sounds idiotic. Could you imagine being like, hey, you can't be on the radio unless you pay $100,000. We'd have dead air. Like, Well, if, if there's a union station, you do have to pay the union. Okay, not but. Not $100,000. I mean, come on. Even SAG after it. But that's also because, generally speaking, back before Uber and Lyft, like, you could make a lot of money. Being a taxi driver. But their cars did not resemble of having a lot of money. No, but they probably I had families had to support and stuff. people coming in their cars all the time. Oh, here we go. New York City, total value of all medallions. No, that's the total value. Give me the number. Well, that only says 25 Here we go. Oh, wow. In 1962, the market value of a medallion was around $25,000. That price rose steadily. In 2005, an individual medallion was around 325 thousand so dollars you're telling me in 2005 right if i was like i just got my license i'm gonna be a taxi driver in new york city i would have had to pay three hundred twenty-five thousand dollars to become a taxi driver that's bonkers is that i'm um, a dead ass that's how that I works yes by the way if you've been a taxi driver if your father or your mother was a taxi driver uh feel free to email us hello at carlamarineanthony.com give us the the down low on it because this is crazy san francisco two hundred and fifty thousand dollars uh, was the height of that 2005 in Philadelphia, $65,000. I don't, but like, it takes you, how much do you make it being a tax? Do I mean, you work for a company? So then there's corporate medallions. So if you own a fleet and you hire the drivers, that's actually more expensive. But, but if the you're driver an individual, doesn't pay for the medallion then, and they probably make less money. Yes. Um, yeah, because then it's, like, it's more of a... But most taxis, they were cash for the longest time. So, like, as mm-hmm. a... I guess you would have to show your wages at the end of the night. Maybe the meter with the... That is that insane light. to think. Well, even now, if I take a taxi, they're like, oh, you don't have cash? And I'm like... Well, I make sure to ask all the time. Like, do you take cash first before I even go anywhere? Yeah. Or do you take cards, I mean? 
because I don't carry cash like ever. I think that's the biggest difference between like our generation and the older. The older generation always has cash on them. My dad, I don't know if I've ever been around my dad. If he didn't have cash, I'd be like, were you robbed? Yeah. <laughs> if my dad didn't yeah. have cash on him, I would think something was terribly wrong. Remo- okay, we need to remember. I would think they were about to foreclose on a house. Yeah. Like if my dad doesn't have cash on him, on his persons. He's been kidnapped and yeah. robbed. Something's been happened. Next week at the meetup. Yes. I'll have my dad take out his uh, his... I'm not even gonna say his wallet. It doesn't have a wallet. Was he have a rubber band or a money clip? Both. Oh god. Yeah. My dad has a wallet, but the wallet really just has cards, and he has like cash in a different pocket. Well, we talked about this on every. Please single don't rob our father. Show everything we've been on uh, on Monday Friday that my dad used to tell me in high school that if a guy has a wallet, he's cheap. Do not date him. So. He wanted your, your me to, dad's rubber band is more valuable than a wallet. Yeah, because it means he's like too cheap to go into a wallet to take out his money. Like a, ru- a money clip or a rubber band means your money's right there and you'll use it. And I'm like, that's you know. I use my card way more than anyone uses their cash. <laughs> um, yeah, you're buying clips, me all these things. I remember I used to have a money clip, and you got to remember my dad was a jeweler, so like there were night like you know he would sell money clips, and that was a, a usually usually get them engraved, and it was like a big thing that he would sell. Um. Especially around like Father's Day, Christmas, things like that. So I, I had one. Got my dad a new money clip for Father's Day. I had one. I, I don't like the money clips. I don't even like the, the wallets that have like the card holder with the money clip little like fastener. Yeah. Hate that. I, I want the most minimal thing that I can put in my pocket. Um, yeah, my but jeans that's are not, too tight. That is not the most minimal. The wallet I have that your parents got me for Christmas is more minimal than the wallet you So you have a card holder. You have, it's yeah, not like, necessarily see, a wallet. This would not fly in, um, so my and Freddie Murray's like the fact I that you have, have to open this and get to your cards. Oh, you're so, so cheap. What it's I a have Burton wallet. Let me explain. It's not like your typical try or bifold wallet. It doesn't have like that flap where you would put cash in put and then fold. I would have to fold. It's this is mainly a card holder that folds. Yeah, that's uh, if you can put that mental image in your head. That's too bulky. I have too many cards in here right now because now I've got like business cards because we're Ugh. in business. Ugh. And I've got, because I'm, you know, older now, I've got a Costco card. Let's see what I got in here. Credit card, health insurance, which I think is expired. This is not expired. What the hell is this? This is your health insurance. Let me see. Senior brand something. Oh, we met them like nine months ago. We met this person. Okay. Good job. So I've got four debit slash credit cards. My HSA card. For uh, health insurance stuff. From iHeart. Costco. And my license. Make sure you're using that. They charge you monthly for it now. Charge me what? The HSA card. Oh, I got to get that money off of it then. Mm. I got to get. I have to figure it. I got health some insurance is so pay. lame. Can we just talk about that for a second? It's just lame. Well, I've been looking into some part-time jobs. Okay. To a have a steady flow of cash all the time. Yeah. Just of like, okay, I know I always have this. And... I don't want to say what it is at this moment in time, but because it's something that I would lo- am passionate about. Okay. But there's a chance they offer health insurance. Oh, that's cool. And I'm like, what? This is amazing. Like, but then I thought the fact that it is a perk and I am actually <laughs> looking to work extra aside from the multimedia business we are running just yeah. to get health insurance is gross. Yeah, I'm not trying to do any of that. I'm just trying to make sure that our podcast and our Twitch show does well. And then maybe someone's going to give us a lot of money one day to be like, hey, I like the things that you guys put together. Let's let's have a partnership. And I can be like, here's 
Here's what we do. Let's make some yeah, money. Yeah, except I pay $300 a month for my health insurance. That's crazy. I know. I don't have health insurance right now, so I don't pay anything. I think you do. I don't think I do. I'll have to check. This is riveting stuff, though. <sighs> and This is actually a good question. Again, you can email us, hello at carlamarinanthony.com. Maybe it's something we'll talk about on Twitch. Do you have your main job? Maybe you're self-employed, whatever. Whatever your main thing is, you don't have health insurance. Do you have a side job that provides it? Because we were just talking to someone who works at Starbucks part-time, and they get health insurance. You know, And that's one of the reasons they have that job is they make some extra bucks, they can make some tips, and then they get health insurance as well. I've always had health insurance, so I felt like I needed it. We went a few months without it, and I had someone recently be like, honestly, there's insurances you can buy that are just for emergencies, meaning... Yeah, like terrible car accident, you get your foot chopped off. Yeah, meaning like, okay, if I need to go to Dr. A, my doctor, and just do a checkup or I have a cold, I pay out of pocket for that. And that's like maybe 100, 150 bucks, right? Because you get a better rate when you don't have insurance. Yes. Opposed to me doing that once every six months, opposed to me paying $300 a month. Yeah. So there is emergency insurance. And I think w- next year I'm going to look into that. Yeah. But yeah. also, like, one day if I want to have a kid, I can't be, f- that's $100,000 right that's there just a lot to of have a baby yeah. if you have a C section. So yeah. there was a TikToker I saw that I guess didn't have insurance. Didn't have dental insurance specifically and went to, she was going to need a root canal or something like that. And it was going to be like $6,000. I don't know. What does a root canal cost in America these days? I'm going to Google that. Yeah. Average. My um, dentist. So I don't have dental. My dentist is amazing. They actually offer somewhat of not necessarily an insurance, but it's called like VIP something at the office. And you pay, I don't want to pay maybe like 500, 350 for I'll get two cleanings in one year, x-rays, and then I get a percentage off of any other treatment I need. So I got 30% off of getting two cavities filled, and That's I'll get good. two cleanings for that that cost. It's actually really awesome. Let's see. Average total Also, the American fact, root canal. The cost. fact that the cost of a root canal is different at different offices, and that sh- there should just be a base thing. See, this doesn't make sense. It says NerdWallet estimates the national average cost for a root canal is... $762 for front teeth, uh, $879 for a premolar, and eleven, basically 1100 for a molar. But the, the TikTok account that I saw was basically like this, this girl was going to be charged like $6,000. Maybe that's not including the crown and all the other things. It was going to end up being all-inclusive all like $6,000. She found a dentist in Turkey. Flew to Turkey, stayed in like an all-inclusive resort, got the root canal, and it was still less yeah. than. And I'm like, that actually sounds kind of cool. Like, take a little well, vacation, get a root canal, come back. My friend Dina went to Brazil. Mm-hmm. What'd she get done? Veneers. Is that teeth? That's teeth, yeah. right? It was, I think, ten thousand dollars less trip included. What exactly are veneers? Is it like do they do they redo all of your teeth at once? It's crazy. Yeah, I think so. Why? I think that's what it is. They put like fake ones on first to see like how they're gonna look, and you wear it for like a few days, and they. So it's like an implant. I, I, I don't... There's like a cap. I don't fully know. Uh, what are veneers? What are... Again, people are screaming in the car like, I know the answer. It's okay. You're allowed to scream. A veneer is a layer of material placed over a tooth. So it's kind of like um, a fence. So are you... Wait. So now you have two rows of teeth like a shark? But I think it's like melded. Melded? That's not so, a word. Uh, what is... Melded is not a word, is it? Melded is a word. Mine meld. Melded? Your teeth don't get melded. Meld. 
Oh, past tense, melded. So what does that mean? <laughs> Australia's winemakers have melded modern science with traditional art. That's a, that's mixing. So they're not mixing your teeth. No, like melding them together. Are you trying to say welding? It's the same thing, just it's the letters not, upside it's down. It's not the same um, thing. No, so at my dentist, not my orthodontist, at my dentist, so I had a chip on my front tooth. He was like, what, it, like, what happened with this chip? And I was like, it just keeps happening. And I said that, you know, my orthodontist had been like, kind of smoothing them out by mm -hmm. like you can grind them down he's like yeah but if you're gonna keep chipping your tooth and whatever you're doing you're gonna run out of teeth to grind down so he used a composite and basically built more tooth onto uh. my teeth different than veneers so it's like spackling your teeth that's basically what he did to me yes okay veneers i'd say is more of like putting up new plaster and spackle okay interesting so with a veneer there's like a front tooth above your front tooth that it just looks better yeah like uh yeah Maybe that one in the corner shows you. Oh, interesting. So it's like a cap? I don't know. It's like a cap. If you have veneers and you're coming to our meetup next week. Show us. Uh, let, let us talk about that oh, for a little bit. Oh, my mom got something done. It's not veneers, but similar. Like, they had to do, like, a bone graph. And they had to use, like, bone to put in her Oof. mouth. I don't know, man. Let me tell you what. When you get older, mm -hmm. your teeth. Because dental is not covered under... Whatever you, Medicare, Medicaid, yeah. one, I don't know the difference. It is kind of crazy that you can get regular health insurance, today but you still have thinking. to get your, your eyes and your teeth insured separately. I, I was in the like shower today furious, furious about it. Yeah. But it's not covered under insurance for old people. Okay. So. Which it should be covered more for them. Yes. And luckily, the dentist my whole family goes to now is amazing. Dr. Rocco. He was on Elvis' show years ago. Rocco. Amazing. Um, whole entire family goes to him. And he takes care of them, checks in on that. Like, he's wonderful in Bayonne, New Jersey. He and his wife also foster and adopt out kittens. So if you're looking for kittens in New Jersey, let me know. They have a bunch. Okay. Um, he, what was I going? Oh, he'd make sure that, like, my parents aren't spending tens of thousands yeah. of dollars on their teeth. We have uh, one of my mom's cousins is a dentist. So I remember when, because my parents have been self-employed forever. Yeah, it's true. Uh, so he would handle our teeth for a long time. And my parents were just... Pay out of pocket, I guess. We get like a good deal. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a New Jersey. I don't know why. And I'm, I'm sure that, you know, obviously people have family friends that cut them deals around no. the country. But there's something Businesses, different about New Jersey because yeah. in New Jersey. Business is done so differently. In New Jersey specifically. And I can't wait to go back. Um, <laughs> there's this weird thing that happens. If you tell anyone that you bought anything. <laughs> Their first response is always, where'd you get it? Because I know a guy. I got a guy. I got a guy. Uh, I oh, say I got a guy all the time. So, oh, you went to the dentist? Well, I, I got my dentist. I could connect you. He could give you a good price. It's all like that is the conversation. You know, that's built. That's that is literally how I built Side Hustlers, though. It's crazy. The podcast. Yeah. I took my Jersey roots of I got a guy yeah. and started connecting the small business owners. And I, I'm guilty of it as well. Oh, my God. You know, yeah. Every time. If I hear someone say like, oh, I need a new logo for this or I need a producer for this, like, oh, I got someone. If you don't have anyone, I got someone for you. And they'll, I, I can vouch for them. Our merch guy, we've connected. I mean, we should get kickbacks. What I don't tell people, though, is I very rarely say, oh, he'll give you a good price or something like well, that. Because I'm, I'm always like, no, they'll charge you whatever the F they want to charge yeah. you. It's not up to me. Um, but if I do know someone's overpaying for something, I'll step in and say, hey, I know you're paying this for, for this product or this service. I got a guy mm. who does it. Better for less. Yeah. It's, I don't know why maybe your part of America does this as well, but I feel like most places in America outside of New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, Pennsylvania, 
And when I say uh, Connecticut and Pennsylvania, I mean the parts that like border. Not Lancaster. Yeah, not like out there. Not like Harrisburg, Pittsburgh. We love you, but not you're not a part of the mob. <laughs> I'm talking Philly, Stanford, in Philadelphia, and I'm sorry, in Pennsylvania and Connecticut. Because we are so upfront and void of boundaries, mm. right? Like if you said no one in, I feel like Kansas asks you how much you would pay for something, right? If you bought a car or a house, they would just be like, oh my God, congratulations I on take, your car or your house. You know what though? I almost disagree with you on that. Why? I actually kind of feel like it's opposite. I feel like people in New Jersey are like, you don't ask how much you paid. Like that's a very oh, no disrespectful way. thing to do. I feel like it happens all the time. You don't talk about money. We're like out here when I bought my house, people were like, how much? And I'm like, excuse me? We talk about that? Maybe the house part. I that's different, but I think with goods and services, mm, I feel like I mean, maybe it's an Italian thing. I'm like, you don't ask money. I'll smack you in the back of the head. You don't talk about money. Really? Yeah. I, th- I feel like not healthy complete, <laughs> at all. Completely opposite. I feel like in Jersey, you just ask. Not okay. How much did something cost? That's in like the goods sense and services. Goods, I think. Okay. Yeah. Maybe there, but like, I don't know. There's a weird, there's weird rules that make no sense. Yeah. When it comes to that stuff. And I, I, that's one of my favorite things about just the regionality of America. Like America's huge. I know that sounds, uh, you're listening, you're like, oh, yeah, America's huge. It's a country. Of course it's huge. It should be like five countries. It should be, really. And then you start looking, like my parents, like my dad is from Lebanon. Lebanon is, I believe, the 32nd smallest country in the world. How many countries we got? Uh, 200 and, I don't know, 256 is what I'm going to guess. How many countries are there? You looking That's not counting the ones on other planets, right? The countries on other planets. No, it's not. 195 counting. countries. O- only 195? So Lebanon is, I think, 34th, 32nd, oh. something like that. What? The total That's Oh, there's 193 companies that are members. Countries. Countries that are member states of the United Nations. And yeah. two countries that are non-member observer states, which is the Holy See in the state of Palestine. Yes. Anything else you're going to add to that? No, sorry. Um, we got a text from our merch guy about the thing you want to add to the store. And? I'm, I'm reading. Uh, oh, by the way, we are launching our newest collection of You Look Great products on Monday. So we are recording this on June 10th. The launch is June 13th. Uh, there's a lot of really cool stuff. It's only available for a limited time. It's all pre-order. So you get your order in, and then it, after the pre-order is done, it all gets created. And uh, sent. He asked what size. Me? Yeah. Ooh, I'll probably, should I go large or extra large? That was on you. Because I'm wearing a large now. I'll tell him I'll get back to him. This isn't podcast material, I you know. I know. It's important, I think. What's more important is there's a cat on my lap, and I'm talking about the size of Lebanon. <laughs> what a weird day. Um, but what I was going to say, and I was just having a conversation with our friend Jason earlier, uh, who might have to go to, like, central Washington to do some work. And I was saying, I love traveling around America. And yes, I love going to big cities. Give me Nashville, give me Phoenix, give me uh, Miami, Austin. Love it. But I also love traveling to oh, rural parts of America. What is the my favorite city? Hewlett, Wyoming. Yes, thank you. Oh, the, best the Ponderosa chi- best Cafe. Best salad I've ever had in my whole existence. The Ponderosa Cafe, I believe it was what it was called. But this country is so big and so different as you go from one coast to another and drive in between that 
there's so many specific regional things, whether it's a regional food, a regional dialect, a regional saying, um, a regional custom. And it's the most beautiful thing about America. Yes. And I know that we have a very divisive country at the moment. Nah. But I think, and this is one of the, the conversations that I was having with our friend Jason this morning, was on the internet, it is very divisive. Because on the internet, you are not getting to know these people that you're screaming at on you're, a Twitter feed or a Facebook feed. You're getting bite-sized information. Yeah. You're getting the – generally speaking, the most outspoken part of their personality that you probably disagree with the most. Yeah. Right? Well, Matthew McConaughey said it this week in his speech at the White House. Mm-hmm. He said, America, you and I are not as divided as we are being told yeah. we are. And – the people in power stay in power by keeping us divided because the last thing, just like your, your boss, right? If you have a, if you work for a big company, they don't you've got a CEO, they don't want you talking about your salaries. They don't want you getting along to the point where you guys can connect without them as the mediator. Mm-hmm. And it's the same as all your local and, and federal politicians, yep. their power comes generally from divisiveness because there's only two ways you can stay in power. You're either really good at what you do and you create policy that helps people's lives. But what is easier? But what's easier is just making people fight with one another and saying, I hate those people too. Vote for me. But the thing that I love the most is when you actually do travel around the country and you do just have random conversations and sometimes they might dive into political or religious topics. But because you got to see that person face to face and you're now developing a relationship with that person, even if they are at a different point of that topics spectrum, right? There's a chance you're going to talk about things in a way more civilized, even if it's different, even if your opinions are opposite, you're going to speak to each other as civilized humans because you're doing it in person. Yeah. True. And that's one of my favorite things about America that we have lost because we don't travel to – we don't road trip as much as we used to. I mean gas is also $87 a a gallon. We don't leave our homes, period. Yeah. Even when you go – like we don't even go to the grocery store as much as we used to because things get delivered to your home. We don't go to the mall. We don't go to the the Walmart or whatever, the Acme in your area because things get delivered. Yep. So your your network even though we feel like we're super connected is smaller and smaller and smaller and well, smaller. When what well, we talked about this on Monday Friday years ago when we did that first road trip to Yellowstone National Park and we ended in Bozeman, Montana mm-hmm. with our friend Tommy, we met these two guys from rural Montana who were there for a bachelor party. Well, they're originally from Texas. Originally from Texas but lived yeah. in like rural Montana. And one of them Owned an Outfitters. Yeah, he, he was, owned a in uh, Wyoming. He owned like oh, a hunting right, right. outfit. Okay, so he would like take people out hunting for the weekend, get their animals that they killed, and take them home. Mm-hmm. And he was like, "Oh, you're from Seattle, New Jersey." And for some reason, at that time, we got into the conversation of gun control. Mm-hmm. And while we would have, like, if we would have had to write on a piece of paper how we felt about guns, we would have been so opposite, right? Yeah. Like, if you had to just write down like a quick blurb, having a conversation. We were so understanding of one another and it made so much more sense having yeah. a conversation with them and understanding them and them understanding us. And we were like, all of us like wanted to cry. We were like, we wish the whole country could do this. They sent us, uh, one of the two sent us a really nice email Yeah, uh, on behalf of both of them. I'm not trying to say one liked us right. and the other didn't. Uh, sent us an email just thanking us for the conversation saying how 
how because this was also in 2016, right after Trump got elected. And I feel like that was it. Political anger kind of shot skyrocketed in that that year. And in the middle of all that, we got to have this conversation with people who, generally speaking, we might have different ideas on different policy points. Um, But it was a great conversation. And we we both appreciated speaking to the other side. And we I think all of us came away from it like, I guess I never really thought about it this way or I didn't live where this person lived. So my life experience is different. One of the things that they brought up was how in their rural part of Texas where they grew up, like everyone just had a gun. That's just how things were. It's like, yeah, and that's why it's normal to you. The part of New Jersey that I grew up in was so densely populated that, you know, we we were lucky where if we needed to call the cops in an emergency, there was a cop down the street, generally speaking. Yeah. In a lot of these more rural places in you're Wyoming. Your, you are your police. You're by yourself and a cop's not going to get to you for 90 minutes because there's one cop patrolling the county, which is the size of Vermont. So, yeah. So understanding that I think is important. Obviously, this has nothing to do with. <laughs> no, I mean, just with like the re- the world we live in now. Yeah. With most recent current events. Like we're not e- not even like that yeah. aside. And just in this thought process, like just hearing someone out. And I think if, if everyone sat down with like a Scantron, right. And it was like, so matter of fact of like, almost like a true or false, like, where do you stand on this? Mm-hmm. And you had to pick, it wasn't like a, Oh, well, blah, blah, blah. I think if this, no, like, where do you stand? I think if you had to choose, we'd all be more similar than we think we are. We would, we would agree on more things than we disagreed, but we are not the the political climate and the way social media works is not conducive to that because like i said with policy they want you to be against one another as much as possible so they can make you vote against one another and the algorithm doesn't work towards the middle the algorithm works towards extremes if you're very happy or very angry that's what triggers the algorithm well emotions period yeah. trigger the alg- like just the video of me crying pre as the pandemic was hitting that I wanted people to stay inside and wear masks because my mom was one of the people whose heart surgeries were going to get canceled yeah. went so viral. This was before reels existed, which, you know, happened, you know, you go yeah. viral easy, went so viral that I got on Fox and friends yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> to have a conversation with them. Listen, this Wait. has been an hour long podcast. And I feel like oftentimes, whether it's on Twitch, whether it's here, it takes us a long time to say goodbye. So, Carla Marie, do you have one more thing you want to say before we go? So, we had mentioned on our podcast last week how, like, we remember when Chris from Austin used to send us, like, long mm-hmm. emails. And I had been thinking all week, I'm like, I wonder if he's going to send a final email. And he did. I pulled it up. I started reading it the other day, and I was like, I can't read this now. I'm going to cry. Are you going to read it now? But I just went to and Look how many words it is. That's a lot of words. So, I can't read the whole thing, but I... Why don't you pick the best part for the last podcast? But, uh, okay. Or unless you want to read it now. No, I can't. I was going to see if there was like a quick blurb, blurb. But he does mention how I can still remember back when I used to email mydayfridayshow at gmail.com. Yeah. Yeah, don't email that anymore. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. I'll I'll find the best part of this, and I will save it for the last. But when you listen to the old episode, you'll hear Anthony saying that his Twitter handle is what? Worst assistant? Yeah, and then yeah. you change it very early on. To worst Anthony, and then we're like, yeah, just tweet us at my day Friday show or at my day Friday. And that doesn't exist no. anymore. Well, I think it. I think we have it, but we don't. Like I, we, we switched all oh, the followers yeah. over to CM and Anthony, but we claimed my day Friday, so no one would take it. Yeah, but we never got the my day Friday email. Just show. 
kind of weird. Unless we think one of us may have uh, saved possible. it and forgot. Let's get out of here. Thank you very much for spending a whole hour with us. And like Carla Marie said, when we started this podcast today, uh, there are going to be the lost episodes, the first, I guess, dozen or so, yeah, more a little that. more than that, that you can listen to between now and the final podcast, which is next week. This is nuts. Thanks thank for you hanging so out with us for eight years. Yeah, Thank you very much. Enjoy your weekend. You look great. Wait, no, no. Monday, Friday, bitches.